0: Welcome to the Saturday Economist Live. This is Saturday, the 3rd of October, 2020. We'll be talking about hope's rise for an EU deal. Level fishing ground remains the catch. We'll also be talking about the recovery in Wuhan. And of course, the president test positive for COVID. Join us after the break. So welcome back. Hopes rise for an EU deal, but the level fishing ground remains the catch. At least that's what I think it is. Britain and the EU are to begin two more weeks of intense negotiations. Both sides have indicated a deal is in sight. Boris Johnson is to hold one-on-one talks with the lady in the blue mask, Ursula von der Leyen. She is the head of the European Commission, and she's ready to step up the action to achieve a solution. A level fishing ground appears to be the catch, Boris Johnson said last night he was pretty confident of striking a deal. The chances of a deal are very good, he said, if everyone exercises some common sense and agrees with me. Angela Merkel, the German Chancellor, said, We are in constructive mood. It is up to Britain to decide this freely and agree with us. Government sources suggested the Prime Minister was keen to get an agreement on key differences. We are in a better place than we were. There is a genuine desire to make this work. The general mood music is good. Where there is a will, there's a way. The expectation is we will have a couple of weeks of intensive talks and then see where we are at. Both sides want to narrow the differences, allowing leaders to consider the trade-offs. Lord Frost, the UK's chief negotiator, said the government expected more movement from Brussels. Michel Barnier, his EU counterpart, said persistent, serious divergences remain. Johnson explained, we want a Canada-style relationship. We've been members of the EU for 45 years, and we captured Quebec from the French in 1759, he could have added, but didn't. I can't see why the EU can't have the same deal with us, so I'm pretty optimistic. Google best fishing in Canada, and Nunavut in the Northwest Territories features. It's a close second to the Queen Charlotte Islands in British Columbia. That's a long haul for the fishermen of Spain and France. Persistent, serious divergences remain. They include fishing quotas, state subsidies, rules of origin and the Irish border. It may be best to let the European Court of Justice arbitrate. We're now four years on from the decision to leave the EU. Just a few more weeks of intensive talks and then we'll see where we're at. The Prime Minister is pretty optimistic. He may even relax social distancing in time for Christmas. Now that would be good. Welcome to the Saturday Economist. Great updates on the UK and world economy from the Saturday Economist team. Welcome back. Wuhan, the city at the centre of the Chinese outbreak, is booming again, according to a report in the Times today. Six months following the lifting of the lockdown, Wuhan is throbbing. Shopping centres are bustling, trains are packed and airlines are adding flights. The city has been officially free of coronavirus since the beginning of June. The local daily newspaper declared, Wuhan is full of vitality. People's faces are brimming with smiles of happiness. Yes, that's nice to know. There is life after lockdown. No smiles of happiness in the White House. The President and the First Lady have tested positive for COVID. Initial reports suggested that Trump was asymptomatic, Later, he was experiencing mild symptoms. Then he was moved to Walter Reed Hospital in an abundance of caution and a Marine One helicopter. Late Friday evening, the President's physician reported the President was fatigued and the First Lady has a mild cough and headache. Dr Conley said later in a memo the President had completed his first dose of Remdesivir. No plans to administer hydroxychloroquine or to inject bleach for that matter, but he will wear a mask. The president tweeted late Friday, going well, I think, but it remains unclear when the president will be able to return to the campaign trail and if he'll be able to participate in the two remaining debates with Joe Biden. Vice President Biden said, he was sending prayers the Trumps will recover quickly. This is not a matter of politics, it's a bracing reminder to all of us that we have to take this virus seriously. With luck, further debates will be avoided. The first was described by Jake Tapper of CNN as a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. He went on to say, that was the worst debate I've ever seen. In fact, it wasn't even a debate. It was a disgrace. And it's primarily because of President Trump. If the president remains in hospital, There'll be no more debates, no more campaigning. He may even have to use a postal ballot. Let's hope POTUS and FLOTUS and all the staffers recover soon. Because White House lives matter. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more. Soon.